Black man don't cheat, bro. So, Black man show don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's up with this guy, man. But uh, white delegation, y'all can have him. Out here cheating uh, with like Nicole it? Murphy. <laughs> I wonder Yo. who we get return. Uh, Gary Owen. I take that. You take Gary Owen. I take Gary. I take Gary. I take Dirk too, yeah, man. Dirk cool, Dirk man. pretty cool, Dirk cool, man. man. He cool, man. Yeah. I feel like Dirk be at the cookout doing line dances, yeah, man. man. I knew he had a black wife when he came in there with that plate with a foil on it. Yeah. What up, what up, what up? This is Javon Berry, a.k.a. Podcast Poppy, R.I.P. Combat Jack, a.k.a. Almighty Zigzag, Knowledge Wizard, Understanding Complete. Shout out AZ, we up in here. Baseline's Beat Crew, boy. Yeah. What up, Z? I am Zamar Thompson. <laughs> I wasn't ready to do no cool intro like that. Yeah, but. man, we up in here today, yeah, man. we are, Base man. Baselines and B-Squad, we up in here. You know what I mean? RZA, uh, the ruler, Zigzag, Ziggler out here. You know we got to you know, get it popping out here. You know what I'm saying? We in here today. <laughs> Baby, it's the Baselines and Beast podcast. We about to get it popping. My man Kit on the boards. Z on the mic, other mic. Uh, Shield somewhere in a honeymoon land with a with a floaty drinking a Corona. Uh don't forget the shades and the hat. Doing, doing the shades and the hat and uh, straw hat. dipping his toes in the water because he can't swim. So, uh, oh, man, man, we out here today, man. Uh, got a bunch of topics, man, and, man, we finna rock this joint. You ready? You like the black Steve Ballmer today, man. man. Hey, man, hey, speaking of Steve Ballmer, let's start with Steve Ballmer, man. We ain't going to do the rest of the intro? All right, go ahead. Let's do the rest I of the intro. I mean, because it, it, it'll be a man. struggle, man, for me to like, get go, one stop go. shop for hoops and hip-hop and yeah, everything yeah, related to the culture. And this is the Baselines and Beats Podcast. Yeah, I think we should just keep going. <laughs> and this is the baseline right. and beat. Yeah, your one-stop shop for hoops, hip-hop, and everything related everything to the culture. Everything related to the culture, baby. <laughs> episode 17, we up in here, man. Yeah, We've been doing man. this. Hey, man, let's get, let's get a quick round of applause. This is episode 17, man. Yeah. Up in here, man. Shout out to our producers at the Content House, man. Kid don't never put himself on camera, man. He, he sure like, don't, uh, man. Kid like, um... Wizard Kelly and DJ Vlad. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never so put himself. Kelly, yo. <laughs> but but, uh, but uh, salute to Kit, man. When um, We don't know who we're going to get to play him when we do the Baselines and Beats uh, autobiography or uh, whatever. But um, it got to be somebody cool, though. Yeah, we're we going to get to play that. Uh, we get Michael B. Jordan v. Kit. Yeah, we get yeah, We get Michael B. Jordan yeah, v. Man. Michael B. Jordan can be oh, Kit. Mari Hardwick or somebody, oh, Mari somebody Hard- cool yeah, so, like somebody, that, man. Somebody cool can be Kit, man. Yeah. Uh, Derek Luke, man, because I like Antoine Fisher. Kit. Okay. Hey, man, Kit. Kind of look like Derek Luke a little bit, just a just a tiny bit, maybe not really, but okay. Don't see it at all. Yeah, but it's cool. <laughs> but they man. don't but, see him, so I don't. But, yeah, it's cool. But what I what I wanted to say was, man, shout shout out to um, our producers over here at the content house, man. They've been rocking with us for a while, man. Like I said, episode seventeen, we got some uh, more more stuff coming up, man, that we are uh, gonna put in motion soon. But uh, just salute to them, man. If um if you want to work on any 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 type of media, man, whether it's that recording, podcasting, video, photo, man, it's a one-stop shop, man, talk shows, all that, man. Uh, come down to the uh, content house over here in South Holland, man. Holla at Kit, man. He going to get you right. And uh, yeah, man. Ready to get the show on the way? You done plugging? I think I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm got no, to no see, other shameless uh, plug to throw in Shout there? out to my granny and my mama. Shout and, out to granny and your mama and, and my mama. And, and your mama. And, and the whole fam. And the whole fam. And we got shout out our wives. Shout out our wives. And wifey boo. Uh, my dog at home, Kobe. And uh, yeah, man. We good. Let's do it. Let's do this, man. So let's let's, let's start with Steve Ballman and his hypeness, man. Okay. So um, my man Steve Ballman, owner of the Clippers, man. Super, super hype when uh, he got to announce that Kawhi and Paul George was uh, was signing. Um, they they to the team and he had like the enthusiasm of 
a million fifty year old white man, bro. And uh, what, what you think about it, man? How you how you feel? Um, I'm 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 excited about it. You know, Steve Ballmer is always like high energy. You know, I wish I wish he could play. It's like, would you play for him if you was? Uh, hell yeah, you play for Steve. Because like like regardless if the team is winning or the team is trash, mm-hmm. he he's he's hype. Word. So it's like you 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 don't even want to go out there and, and be bad just because the owner finna be hype regardless of what y'all do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it, that's that's the when they talk about the team being good from top to bottom, mm-hmm. that's what they talking about at the top. Like right. it's like the, the, you ain't got a bigger fan in the world than the person who owns his team. You really into it too? Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, when when I, when I seen him, he was uh just super excited to talk about Kawhi, super excited to talk about PG, and uh, super excited to turn the Clippers into a winning franchise. <laughs> Why you make him sound like uh, Shredder from uh, Ninja Turtles? I don't know, dude. <laughs> the OG cartoon, he, though. You know, he he might be uh, a bad guy, man. I don't, I don't know. He might be like a supervillain or something. You He's think like, so? Just got all his money. What supervillains do, man? They, they get a ton of money, and then they uh, they they buy big things. To funnel they undercover things. So you trying to like expose Steve Ballmer's? Not Steve Ballmer, man. I'm I'm gonna get to the point. It it is somebody I need to expose. Okay. Fannie Mae chocolates. It's a it's a it's a it's a front shop, man. Because all in Fannie Mae's, bro. You you, know what? Do you (laughs) ever see anybody like (laughs) no no? Because we was gonna talk about hoops, man. But it's something going on in Fannie Mae, bro. Because I always see a Fannie Mae. Yeah, she don't like, never see nobody in there. Nobody in there. What they do? You know what's crazy? What's up? Even like when it's supposed to be people in there. Yeah. Like Valentine's Day, all that kind of stuff. They ain't it? It might be like one, two right. customers max. And them the employees from the other stores that they send over them. Yeah, like it's 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 crazy because it's like one specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like because I don't want people to know how close I am to it and all yeah. that kind of. Because I feel like the, the cat's out the bag now. It was so, a big facts. Like the. I don't want to start throwing no names out there, but people mm. finna come looking for us. You know what I'm saying? I ain't worried about it. We got some protection. I know some yeah. other people in some high places. Shout out Steve Ballmer. Cool. I'm gonna uh, spin it at your crib so they don't be cool. they don't cool. find me. Oh, you protected? You good? My guy. But like, yeah, Shout it's uh, it's um, nobody ever there. Ain't nobody never in Fannie Mae, bro. Like, dude, like it's like a like the the one I'm talking about. It's like a parking lot, like on the corner. Mm-hmm. No, it's like. I'm wondering who's ever there because it's not even one car for like the employee to to park. Like <laughs> nobody's ever there, but the lights be on. Always on. Yeah, we on the y'all. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just, it's it's Fannie Mae and mattress stores. It's like mattress stores everywhere, and like there'd be like five mattress yeah, stores, like a one. surplus of mattress yeah. stores popping up. I don't know, man. We might have to get some investigation on, but uh, yeah, back to Steve Ballmer, man. <laughs> Shout out to Steve Ballmer, man. He's a uh, he seemed like a fun owner to play for. And in all seriousness, man, him creating this culture is what got them in this position. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? After um, buying the team, after the whole Donald Sterling fiasco, um, him, um, they had Doc, but Doc was in that dual role. And him having the foresight to be like, yo, Doc, you don't need to do this, just coach. Um, we're going to bring Jerry West over here and um, uh, Lawrence Frank as well. So, uh, it's it's just dope, and they they created a real gritty culture. And remember when during the season everybody was like, "Yo," um, when they traded uh, Tobias Harris, they was like, "Oh man, the Clippers just gonna tank." Mm-hmm. That wasn't a mindset. They was like, "No, nah, man, we gotta let people know we are gonna play hard. We finna make these playoffs so we can be a selling point for free agents." 
made the playoffs, won two games off Golden State in the first round, a healthy Golden State in the first round, mm-hmm. and um, that was attractive to prime free agents. So Kawhi, Paul George, boom, you add them, you really don't lose nobody, and hey, they got a lot to be excited about, man. So that's uh, I like that, man. How you how you think the uh, the whole press conference thing <clears throat> went over though? Um, I've been seeing a lot of um. Mixed reactions from it. Okay. Uh, people kind of uh, upset <laughs> with, with with Paul George a little bit. The press conference and interviews there. So after, um, kind of upset with Kawhi a little bit. Like uh, Sam Presti came out today. Paul George said something to the effect of it was a mutual decision to be traded. And Sam Presti was like, nah, <laughs> it wasn't mutual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Kawhi said something, said something like, uh, what do you say? This is the first time I played with elite level talent or something like that. Kinda, wow. Kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Because, I mean, in a sense. You said Kawhi said that? Kawhi said that. Because, I mean, in a sense, you know, when Kawhi was hitting his, you know what I mean? I, yeah, maybe he I, meant, I, I, that makes you know a little I mean? bit of sense. So maybe that's where he, I, I don't know. But those those couple instances kind of um, rub people the wrong way. But as far as the energy, man, I'm you know, I'm excited about it. I think it's uh I think it's dope. So yeah, salute to them, man. But what you think about these reports? Um, the Lakers in Toronto coming out about uh Kawhi used them or he was uh um, he was playing around or using them for leverage and I hate to say it because like I'm a I'm I'm riding with the Lakers this year, mm-hmm. so I'm a Lakers fan. Facts. But I feel like that's kind of corny, man. For them to come out and say that, like because. Like he ain't come, so yeah. like of about? course you upset that he ain't come. And if we can, I guess throw some dirt or some salt on his name, why not? Yeah. Like I feel like you know the Raptors shouldn't have to shouldn't be worried about it at all. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, of course y'all gonna have a totally different team now, but y'all mm-hmm. just got a championship. Live off that. Be cool. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Lakers, if anything, should be more upset just cause I didn't feel like he was gonna really go there no way, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really want him to go there just because I wanted the competitive balance that we ended up getting. Right. But I just wish he decided to say something sooner instead of waiting for all the top free agents to be off the board. Now nice. we ain't got time to go sign nobody else. But I feel like that's that's kind of whack to just be, oh, yeah, man, you know, Kawhi played us. Like, <laughs> a little little salty. Yeah. So two points on that. Um, one, on the Raptors. The Raptors won the championship. They really should chill, and they should take after that Clippers model. Y'all know how to put a team around one star player. Yeah, and you won the championship, and y'all still got Masai Ujiri. Still too. got Masai Ujiri, and there's probably as as opposed to that combination of Lawrence Frank and Jerry West, that might not be a better GM in the league mm-hmm. um, than uh, Masai, um, just based off you know what he did in other places. But um, you got that. You got some solid pieces. You're going to be attractive, you know, to uh, players players to come to sign a free agency. That's good. Keep up that culture. Keep up that spirit. See what happens. Um, Lakers, you know, you put all your eggs in a basket. That's what happened. And you, you can't really cry because you can get Brown and Anthony Davis. So it's kind of like, shut up. You know what I mean? You got, <laughs> you got two top five players. You know, I mean, it's, it's all uh, fun and games. It's fun calling Kawhi Sneaky because he kind of is. He is. I don't care what my granny said. Kawhi Sneaky. I'm not gonna. Like, nope, nope, I'm not gonna nope. mention Granny, but I, Kawhi I is said, sneaky. I said Kawhi is still sneaky. And, I don't and care. And Paul George a liar. What? Oh, because he's ain't been a Clippers Tom, fan. I've been liar. a Clippers fan my whole. Ain't nobody been a Clippers fan their whole life. Fellas, Wiley. 
He lying too. He always going for the Clippers. But man. he he started that when when it was Lob City though. Okay. When nobody talking about the, the Clippers. That's true. Only time we was ever talking about the Clippers was in Love and Basketball when they had Zeke McCall. That was it. It's true, man. Nobody talking. Oh man, I, I just love the Clippers. Hey, I've man, been a Clippers Zeke, fan Zeke my McC- entire life. What's up with Zeke McCall, man? Black man don't cheat. He cheated. He might not be black. Hey man, he might. In fact, be. I'm sure of it. He's not black. Can't believe this dude. It just made me mad, man. It did. It should make you mad because black men don't cheat. He ain't got no business out here cheating if he going to be telling people he black. This dude. That's why he was on the Clippers and not the Lakers. Right. Sucker. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know what's up with Paul George, man, saying he's been a Clippers fan and all this. It it sound nice. It sound nice. It's hard for you to be a Clippers fan and you tell everybody Kobe Bryant was your favorite player. Of all time, and you study Kobe. Right, so Kobe what was you, played for what so team? What was you rooting for the Clippers for? <laughs> like, like, man, I love this team. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Elton Brand really oh, rocks man. my socks. <laughs> like, what is this dude Shut talking up, about? Man. He tripping, man. But yeah, Paul George can't be out here lying, man. PG, I rock with you, dog, but don't be lying. Paul out, George is one of my favorite players ever, man. Hey, man. He, he a liar. Yeah, he can't be out here lying, bro. He tripping. So let's uh let's shift focus. We can move to L. We're gonna stay in California, man. Okay. You heard Steve comment uh Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr comments. I'm glad you 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 brought break this it up, down, man. break it down. See, go ahead. I feel like Steve Kerr gotta gotta shut up. He gotta chill. <laughs> like he gotta chill, bro. Okay, what, give it to what me. What you even talking about, man? So talk to me. Talk to me. So like just because I kind of cut you off on the intro, to the topic, whatever. So okay. Steve Kerr out here. Just in case y'all didn't know, Steve Kerr is out here saying that Anthony Davis. Forcing his way to LA is dun, dun, dun. is bad for the league, right? Yep. Bro, why? How? You just started five All Stars last year, and yeah. Anthony Davis coming to play with LeBron, bad for the league. Well, you know this this uh, play devil's advocate. He, I guess he's saying how he got there. If it if it becomes a trend of players signing a contract and then causing this disarray in the system. It could be bad for the league, you know. If every star player gets unhappy and I get that, yeah. But he ain't the person to to start that argument, though. No, no. Why? Who 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 forced their way over there? That's one. But like, it's like, dude, that's like, that's like Steve Ballmer just like coming out complaining about like somebody else getting money. No, it's not about them getting the players. He's nah, just saying how. But how it, they I, I I don't I don't get it. Like I I understand like you know maybe. Okay, yeah, I signed this contract. Oh, I don't want to play here no more. Now, mm-hmm. get me out of here. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and not to cut you off, but um, that people who try to say that's a trend too, and Steve Kerr, my boy, but people start like try to say that's a trend. It's not really, you know, it's not really. It's only a handful of players who can do that. Yeah, and still the team still has to honor the trade. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's only it's only a small amount of players who can do the real top 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 level guys who have that leverage. Only a small amount, and the team still had because OKC didn't have to say yeah, right? You know what it's I mean? It's not like Pascal Siakam finna come out and be like, "Oh man, get me out of here!" Yeah, man. You know, shut up, go play ball, man. I wish the boy Shields was here though, man, because I got a deeper, darker conversation we need to get into. Oh man, mm, mm, mm. because okay, why did why did uh, OKC want to go into rebuild mode, man? I don't understand. They had the uh, MVP Russell Westbrook, three triple doubles, three seasons in a row, average triple double, phenomenal player. What's up with the voice? I don't know, man, because some people 
I'm, I'm, I'm just and I, and I love Russ. Okay. But I'm wondering if you have these pieces, why were you so quick to want into wanting to go into rebuild mode? Is there something that we don't know? Something going on? They they was was quick to uh to want to restart the ship. Kind of, kind of. When you say these pieces, what, what pieces are you referring well, to? Well, Paul George and Russell Westbrook. You have two top, top tier talents on your on your team. Okay. Why all of a sudden you just want to go into rebuild mode? That's kind of unprecedented if you think about it. If you got two players who who are, you know, at the head of their pack in their respective positions. Okay. Why would why would you trade them away? How much time PG got left on his deal? PG had two more years. Okay. Russ had three more. Three more? Yeah. And yeah. what did you think that team was going to do this year? I don't know. I don't, you know, because. Like, just, well, just ballpark it. Um, How far do you think they was going to go? Mm, it, you know, I don't know if it's the style of play. I don't they, You know, the West right now, the West right now, is kind of like a pick em for me. Okay. So I'm I'm not sure. All I know is when Paul George was healthy, and we had this conversation a few episodes ago. But when Paul George was healthy before that shoulder injury, and the team took the identity of him mm-hmm. when they were playing and when he was playing at the MVP level, that was a tough squad. That was a tough squad. So what I I, I just say, and this is just me asking questions, man. I just want to know why would a GM who has these pieces want to just start all over. Why? I feel like they just probably thought that ran its course, man. Yeah? I mean, because... So they 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 never thought that they could win with those two? Why, or they didn't think they could win with one of them? Or what's up? I just... Be, because when they were thinking about trading Paul George, remember, to Toronto, it was, uh, it was speculation of they were throwing Westbrook in their deal, too. Right. So did they not think they could win with West, Westbrook at the helm? Mm-hmm. I'm asking. I feel. I mean, he's been there for 11 years, right? Yep. And he had three without KD? Yep. And what they do? What they do? My man, he got he average triple doubles. Big numbers. You know, got mm-hmm. the MVP. I was talking about he was better than Steph Curry. Got kicked out the playoffs first round each year. First round exits. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's... I feel like it's the same thing Masai was doing. Just like, yo, you know, we've been running in place. We got to shake it up. Yeah, but Masai didn't go into rebuild mode. Nah, he didn't. But he was cool with trading Demar for I get, Right, but but what, what trade was he gonna make? What was he gonna get in return? He got CP, so, and so, they finna they probably finna pop CP off before the trade. Deadline. No, what I'm saying is you don't try one more time to run it back. You have this level of talent. There's not nothing else you can do. I mean, get some shooting I, that they desperately. Need. I mean, I feel like Billy Donovan. Are you? The but coach I, for I this? feel like you know he's 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 been there this whole time, right? Who the the uh, GM? Sam Presti, yeah, right. And somebody's probably looking like, bro, you know, you got some shit you got to do. You got to. You gotta turn this shit around, mm-hmm. or you out of here. Gotcha. We can't have we can't have you sitting in this office collecting all these checks, and you ain't you ain't doing nothing. So does this fall on Russ at all? Is is this an indictment of Russ? Nah, I mean I I feel like part of it is the style of play that Russ has. Okay. But I don't feel like you can just say, oh man, open it shut, close it. You know, it's it's all Russ' fault. Does this fall on Paul George? 
Nah, I don't feel like Paul George is there long enough for it to just be like all okay. his fault. So it's just I mean, it, there there is accountability to be taken there, but okay. it's sometimes you just ain't, you the pieces you have aren't gonna win. Gotcha. So I feel like it looks stupid as hell now because you just got rid of Paul George and Russell Westbrook all in the same week, mm-hmm. and now your team is set up to do absolutely nothing. Well, I don't know about absolutely nothing. I mean, point guard there. How much? What you expecting them to do with Chris Paul? Depend on how long you gonna be there. What you expecting them to do if Chris Paul start and finish the season? Then what you expecting them to do? Bombers, bombers, bombers championship. You don't even believe that. Mm-hmm. You you won't even look like. Come on, bro. Bombers, bombers, bombers championship. You know, like I know you lying because when you said it the first time, you said bombers. You still thinking about the Clippers? Did I say bombers? You said bombers. I meant bombers. Kit, you heard it right. I meant bombers. You said bombers. Buttering one of my favorite movies all time. Yeah, but you said bombers. Though. I meant bombers. I know what you meant because yeah. I know what movie you talking about. But you said bombers. Buttering is classic, bro. So I'm trying to change the subject. No, I'm just I'm just saying buttering yeah, is classic. Yeah, it is. What's better, buttering or paid them for? This conversation we having right now about. Uh, no, I'm just asking a quick question. Mm. I'm a big fan of Tupac's acting, mm-hmm. but as a whole, I think uh, Peyton Full is probably better. Peyton Full probably better. I, I agree. Okay, back to the conversation. Yeah, but it's um, two of my favorite movies of all time. What What you expecting the the, the Thunder to do? Um, with I, I, Chris I, Paul? I don't. I don't. I think Chris Paul is going. I think Chris Paul will still put up good numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect them to be a playoff team though. Right. I don't so. expect. I, I expect them to be middle of the pack. That kind of purgatory like. Oh, we can't get a draft pick, but we not bad enough. Um, but we not good enough to make the playoffs. But we not bad enough to get a draft pick. I right. expect it to be. So, I'm I'm pretty sure that he's just taking the risk that he has to take because it's he's probably not like Stephen A. Been getting on him like forever. Mm-hmm. You can't have that level of talent for that long and mm-hmm. not have nothing to show for it. This is true. This is true. So now it's like, you know, he's probably hearing whispers around the organization like, yo, you know, we got to start pointing fingers at you, dude. Right. You know, so now you got to you got to play big. You got to shake it up. Hopefully, I, I, I'm thinking they they hoping to, to strike gold in the draft. I don't oh. know how likely that's that I mean, is. You know, I mean, they, I mean, they are real good at developing players and drafting. Players. True. They real, real good at finding players. So I will give that to them. Um, but yeah, some I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's coaching, but. I, you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of players' uh, style of play just running the entire organization. For example, I was never a big fan of. Um, I like I like D'Antoni on the offensive side, right? And you know, I, I rock with James Harden and what he do words to the lefty, but I'm not a fan of his style of play. It's like this is just what you do. You know what I mean? This, this our our organization lives and die by it. Give the ball to James, get out the way. Um, I'm not a fan of how that is with Russ. You know what I mean? I, I think is and you know players won't ever. And it, this is not an indictment of Russ's character at all. Players will never um, come out and say I don't like playing with Russell Westbrook because he's a good teammate. You know what I mean? Right. From all, all from what he's been hurt, you know he's a, a real, real good guy. Real good in the locker room. Will go to battle for you. You know what I mean? But at the same time, that style of play is just, it just seems difficult to play with. You know what I mean? So I think that more than anything makes it like, okay, you know, we got to have a difficult conversation. I don't know if we're going to be able – we're not going to be able to tell Russ, hey, man, you need to slide to the two and dial it down. We can't do that. We didn't give him too much power, um, which is another reason why – I don't know if you – I don't know if you heard about this. When KD was uh, in OKC, it was kind of a, 
a push, even though KD was clearly the better player, it was a push to make Russ like uh, the face. Like when KD won MVP in 2014, um, they, uh, I think it was uh, Nike. He was signing Nike at the time, right? Uh-huh. They wanted to put the, the banner, yeah, the banner, on, and they wouldn't let him do it. Yeah, they, they 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 told him he couldn't do it, and then you would just hear all these small reports of Russ getting this treatment that Katie wouldn't get within the organization and, and, and stuff like that, and it kind of pushed him. You know, and I I mean I I we we one thing I learned this season and last season we never know what's true in the media. But if those stories are true, it's kind of weird, right, that you would give this player so much power within your organization. Right, when he's not when he's not the produ- best player. You know what I'm team. saying? Or even producing at that level. Right. Like, as much as I don't like the level of power LeBron has sometimes, uh-huh. you can't really argue with it, especially when he was in Cleveland. I'm dragging you to the finals Ooh. every year. You know what I mean? Facts. So you, you, can't, really, you can't really argue with it because it's like, yo, I'm here. When I'm here, this whole economy... Uh, blow up and this, this little 30 35 million a year is nothing compared to what I'm bringing for your organization in this whole city. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and like in a free open market, you could probably get that man 500 million dollars a year, you know what I mean, just just based on what he brings alone, mm-hmm. and that's probably still shortchanging him, you know what I mean. So, you can kind of understand uh, the level of autonomy that he has with Russ. I don't really see it as much as I love you know, we fall in love with Russ's motor. Right? right, how hard he works, and we like, yeah, man, this is a hard hat. He works hard. Let's go. You know what I mean? Lunch pill, get there, punch the clock. That's what we say. Yeah, that's what we say. We, that, that's yeah. what she. That's what she is. We say every time you see him. He said, "Oh, it's another triple double." Oh, Russell Westbrook, put on your hat and your boots. Uh, but he, 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 I called him one day. He was really saying that. I'm like, "Why are you talking like this, bro?" Oh, the game. But, yeah, the game. The game must be. Uh, Call me after the game. But uh, yeah, so we we fall in love with that, but we don't look at the 27 percent shooting from three. How he was shooting 60 percent, and he he was historically a good free throw shooter. Right. How he regressed to like 64, 65% from the free throw mm. line. It's like it's like it's weird. You're shooting like low uh, uh low 40s from the field and you uh one or two in turnovers. All that stuff matters. Yeah. So that equates to me this style of play doesn't work. I think Sam Preston and them had a difficult conversation like, "Yo, we love Russ, but this style of play doesn't work. Let's get these draft picks and just build for the future." And that's what happened. So how long you think Sam Presti gonna have that job? I think he's gonna he he's a smart GM. Right. I mean, think about it. Before KD left, it wasn't on Sam Presti that they they lost to Golden State in mm-hmm. the Western Conference Finals. That was on Russ and KD. Right. You know what I mean? That that it, it it just was. You know he put together. That was arguably the most talented team in the league at the time. Uh, Russ. Um, KD, uh, Steven Adams, Andre Robeson, all they, they they had a really, really good defensive team. Uh offensively, you had the best scorer in the league, one of the most dynamic players who played a point guard. They were really good. And they were up to up three to one in 2015 against Golden State. Um or 20, 2016, right? 2016. 2016. Yeah. 2016? It was 2016. 2016, because that's they when they blew a 3-1 lead, and then they blew a 3-1 lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016. So that wasn't no... So to be able to put together that team um, says something about your uh, basketball acumen. So he's a smart dude, mm-hmm. and you don't... Good GMs are hard to find, you know what I mean? So I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. They uh, they really finna have to scout and draft, but... uh. Yeah, man, I, I just I just think teams need to fall back on the level of power that they give these players. 
Um, that was one of the issues that Bron had in Miami with Pat Riley. Yeah. Bron won certain things, certain pleasures that he had in Cleveland. And Pat like, yo, going for it. I'm going to draw the line. He's like, you know, I, I know you winning. I know you bringing us championships. But, yo, this me and Mickey Harrison organization. You know what I mean? When he was tripping, when they when the stories came out that he went to Pat Riley and was like, yo, I want you to coach. He's like, nah, Spoyo coach. So all that walking up and bumping with the shoulder and all that you got going on with Spo, that's not finna that's, that's not finna fly, man. I thought you hit the wall. No, you did the shoulder bump. Hey, that's, probably, that's probably what he did when he ran <laughs> up on him. But all that trying to get the coach popped up, that's not finna fly. You know, you you play for this organization, and Brian really wasn't in a position to say I'm doing so much for you, right? Because even though he was at the same time him winning in Miami. Made his legacy go like this, you know right. what I mean? Because before that, it was like, "Oh my God, is LeBron James going to be Charles Barkley?" You know what I mean? So it was kind of like a, you're not in a position to be like, "Yo, I'm doing all this for you. Give me this." He was like, "Nah, dog. You know, you doing this for us, but we doing this for you." Now you, you know, uh, the icon LeBron James because of these, you know, two championships that you want here. Um, but um, yeah, so. Man, over, overall, though, what do you think of the move they made to to get rid of them? Though? I think it's smart. Okay. I think it's smart. I think if I was in a position, I would have did it. Because nobody, like I said, nobody's going to tell Russ, hey, bro, you got to dial it back. You got to slide to the two. We can't have you running this team this way. It's they just, gave him too much power. He had too much. So it's like, you know what? We not finna win with him. I think it was honorable of them to trade him to a team that he wanted to go. You traded them to the Rockets, bro. That's in your conference. You know what I mean? So you know you're not winning no time soon in a stacked Western Conference. You know what I mean? So I think that was honorable of them to do. But I think I would have did the same and just okay. build for the future. But, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, let's move to your boy Zion, man. Uh, it's, uh, reported that uh, Zion signed with the Jordan brand for how much? Uh, 75 for seven, seven years. years. Seven years. Um, what's your feelings on that? I know you the uh, the shoe guy out here. So when I when I was thinking about it, man, hey, shout out to Z too, man. If y'all play two K, man, if y'all ever need y'all like uh, shoes designed, hey, Z like he don't he don't mess around with like that, I, man. I he be, he be hooking up the shoes, yeah, and they come it, out, they be fire, they, they be fire. Hey, they be fresh. I be like, man, I knew I should have had them design man. my shoes, man. I just so I be having like black. Tell, tell that to uh to Nike. Shout All out the Nike. companies out you see, there. You see my bro? Hey, listen, you man. Listen, I'm I'm gonna say this. My brother is is the man when it comes to shoe designs. So I'm I'm looking at y'all, man. Look, I'm looking at you, Adidas. Oh yeah. I'm looking I'm looking at y'all, Adidas. I see, I see what I see. Like I've been watching Adidas stock and I've been seeing what Kanye did for y'all. You know what I mean? I, I've seen these revenues that y'all having, I've seen how he made it hot. If you think Kanye could do that for y'all, do you know what Z could do? Do you know? I'm just saying, bro. Just think about it. Adidas, Nike. Puma, uh, whoever else, come 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 out, team, uh, Jordan brand, you know what I'm saying? Under Armour, you know, Under Armour, you know, I love y'all, but y'all need a little work. Y'all probably could use boy, Z. I can get them steps yeah. popping. Y'all probably could use Z, you know. Uh, holla at him, man. But Z, Z the man when it comes to designing shoes. So yeah, that's, he is our uh, senior uh, shoe contract uh, analyst. So we're going to kick it to him to talk about this Zion shoe deal, man. Oh, man. I wish I had brought my briefcase. Yeah, <laughs> man. What, 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 let's, what get, let's, let's get down to business. <laughs> what you got, um, man? Man, Yeah, no. Nah, so when I, when I first heard about it, um, I, ain't, I ain't really like the move for him to go to Jordan. You want him to go to Nike? 
I mean, I I wanted him to go to Nike, but I mean, I understand if he's he's got you know concerns or if they didn't offer him. I don't know how much he was offered from other companies and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, it was reported other companies offered him more money, but he turned it down to go with Jordan Brand. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm kind of back to not liking it. Oh, okay, because at first it was just like you know I felt like he could have got more somewhere else, whatever. Like yeah. it's, it's hard for somebody to break that that LeBron record. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially I don't I don't feel like. In this this time, in this this climate right now, that we gonna get a signature LeBron, I mean a signature Zion Nike shoe. Not right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I still feel like it's kind of a stretch to get a signature Zion Jordan shoe. Like it, it's probably more likely to happen with him being with Jordan. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess it depend on the the first couple of years. Yeah. I don't. I don't. As far as Jordan go, though, I don't like nobody's shoes that play for Jordan except Michael Jordan. Like. Like Melo had like Mello his had first his ones. first couple ones was was fire. Hmm. I think CP might have had one or two. I ain't never seen a pair of CPs that I was like, man, like I need them. No Russes. Russ look might be right. Russ 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 shoes be be looking like like mad artistic when you be looking at them, just like man. I don't know if they they supposed to go that way. The Picasso was going in. Like, like I think one of them got like a zipper on it or something. Really, it's, it's on the sole. Hey, well, like, <laughs> like, somebody you gonna be trying to cross somebody over there, zip your shoe, <laughs> and now you out here barefoot. Yeah, it's Jordan need to hire you, brother. yeah, man. Somebody need to give me a job. But like I, like as far as that that being like his dream, I thought it was kind of dope. Like mm-hmm. he said, he always wanted to wear the logo. Facts. I thought if he could have got more money from Nike though, mm-hmm. he should or went or pretty much anybody, you know, you can. As far as like him, how big he is and how much support he needs from his shoes, mm-hmm. I feel like Nike already like working that case since uh, since the day he busted out of Nike shoe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what Definitely. I'm saying? So I feel like you give them a, uh, a shot. You know, see what they what they working on. They mm-hmm. owe that to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, any other company, like, I don't I don't want you to be chasing money. Yeah. But I just I ain't really like. To, I, I would have liked to see him sign with Nike. So I wonder, I wonder if there were other incentives that the Jordan brand, brand could offer him that Nike probably wouldn't commit to initially. So, for example, Nike got a lot of big athletes over there. They, they do. KD. They got Brown. Who else over there? Nike. Yeah, like Paul they, George. They got KD, Brown, Kyrie, Paul George. So it's just a lot of cats, it's right? A ton of them. Okay. So and then um, all the people that got signature shoes. Signature shoes. Would Zion get? The primary focus of the company? Definitely not. Maybe Jordan offered him. Nah, he got he got to go crazy to get that. Franchise. Yeah. So maybe 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 Jordan offers him that, right? We like you know we can kind of steer you because I mean you can say face of the Jordan brand, but you know who the face of the Jordan brand is. It's, 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 it's Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> but you know if you're gonna be the signature athlete, because I mean we, we we talked about the guys. You got Russ. Yeah. yeah. You know Melo not in the league right now. CP getting old. You know what I mean? It's it's not a ton of. Uh, premier guys and there's other guys out there but you got this young fresh talent this guy number one pick taking the lead by storm dunking on everybody maybe we offer this guy, hey maybe we put you in a position to get a uh, signature shoe quicker maybe we give you some kind of artistic rights to design and I, I don't know i don't know i don't yeah. i don't know what was discussed for that reason though that's why i, I do kind of like him going to sign to jordan brand because okay. it's like like you say you got like not even besides the people who have 
contracts to to get uh, signature shoes. Mm-hmm. You still got Jason Tatum, who probably finna have a, a breakout year. You got Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, you damn near half the league play uh, uh under Nike. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And they got the uh the deal for the jerseys and everything. So Jordan could come in and be like, yo, nah, like you finna be a primary focus here. Like you say, uh, CP3. Nobody really checking for CP3 shoes like that. He he's I hate yeah. to say it, he on a decline. He he is. That's that's my dog. But I I, I never bought a pair of Chris Paul shoes. Right. Uh, I got Mel- a pair of KDs though. That I hoop yeah. in at the gym. I do. Yeah, you do. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I'm just Chris Paul, your dog though. Yeah, but I mean he ain't never really had nothing I like. Yeah. See, then that goes far. Mm-hmm. But like you say, uh, CP shoes gonna be out the door. He he's sliding. Um, Carmelo not in the league no more. Russ travesty is like on a decline a little bit. Well, I wouldn't say he on a, like, he's not on a sharp decline, but he just he's not even finna be the face of his team no more. Like he in Houston, you 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 going to play with James Harden? Facts. They, that might well be like Team Adidas over there. Okay, it's gonna be hard for him to go over there and just be Jordan Brand there. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So it's like yo, you finna be in New Orleans. You got your own team pretty much. Mm-hmm. You got a chance to do something crazy, and you know you finna be able to be the face of a brand, yeah. the sub face of a brand. Sub face of a brand. Yeah. But the thing I just don't like about it though is, like with Nike, you know you got a chance to to do what Jordan did and mm-hmm. make your own brand and everything. Yeah. But with Jordan brand, it's you never gonna be bigger than Michael Jordan. Right. So this is true. Yeah, I mean it's I mean you you never know how things go. Quick question for you though. Um, do you think since he's over there in New Orleans that it was a brief push by Lonzo to try to get him to sign to the big baller brand? Hey man, come over here, man, get your own shoe next it, week. I think it was a push. Okay. I yeah. definitely don't think it came from Lonzo though. Who come from? LeVar Uncle LeVar. You know, he came shimmying in the locker room. Hey, now if you want to win on a team with my son, you gotta wear the same shoe. Big baller brand. Never lost. He try to he try to <laughs> try to push for him. Yeah, but you know, like he you know he probably matter of fact, I'm not even sure if the push actually happened. I know he thought about it, but you can't guarantee Zion not finna bust out one of them them cheap ass uh big baller brand shoes. Facts. <laughs> hey, hey, wasn't it somebody in the league that said they were signing a big baller brand? It was somebody. We'll come back next episode. I don't know if it was some I, I do remember I remember um, somebody saying that. I remember Snoop Dogg's son. Uh, no, it wasn't him. It was, I, it but was, he did say he 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 he's like I think I can help the brand out, whatever. Mm. I'm yeah, not. I, no, I mean, I feel like Levar need a whole lot of help, but do you need to hire you? No, you ain't gonna go over there. I feel like you might not get paid. No, nah, I feel like I'm not gonna get paid. Number one, <laughs> uh, number two, I feel like man, like like what are we working with him, man. Like he's like, I right, sit down with these with these crayons and this this felt material and this uh this hot glue gun and get something popping. Hey man, everybody got to start somewhere, man. Yeah, not not there. Nope. <laughs> like, like I'm not I'm not digging it, man. Like, come on, man. I'm gonna do with a hot glue gun. <laughs> I get popping out here, man. Big nah, baller, bro. I might well make my own shoes. <laughs> I can. Stop by Joanne Fabrics and, and have the uh, the real ZO2s pop <laughs> by next week, man. But, uh, you won't have the machine or the big baller brand behind oh, wait, you. Then what machine? <laughs> machine breaking down. They ain't even getting t- They still owe people T-shirts and shoes and stuff, they man. They selling T-shirts for like $5? I, don't, I still don't think Hove got his shirt or uh, his shoes, shoes, man. That's wild, man. 
But whatever, you know, you never know. You might have seen Ho might have put them joints on sitting at a Nets game one time and the rest is history. That, that could have but instead he put some Pumas on. Yeah, man. So man, let's make another transition, man. Let's get into this music, man. Um a lot of good music came out, man. Um we got the Lost Tapes too, Nas dropped. Um Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib dropped the joint and Big Crit dropped the joint as well, man. Wanna get your thoughts on it, man. Let's start with the Lost Tapes, man. What you think about uh Nas's latest effort. I was digging it, man. You liked it? Yeah, because I mean, last time we heard Nas was um, when he was with Ye, and it was a lot of Yay-ness. anticipation mm-hmm. going into that. And I'm just, I got one of my favorite artists of all time yep. producing one of my favorite artists of all time. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this could be classic, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But the whole project got taken over by the Kanye the, the Kardashianness mm. that Kanye comes with now. Yeah. And it a lot of them songs even sounded like he wasn't even like he didn't even record to the beat. Like like he just, like, you know, recorded and Kanye was like, okay, I make a beat around this. Do-doom, you know what I'm saying? Do-doom, yeah. It and did sound like that. It sound like like a lot of them um a lot of that the whole rollout for just the whole Kanye seven song thing or whatever. Yeah, it just it sounded rushed. Mm-hmm. It did. It definitely did. I uh, Nas project wasn't sounding like how it was supposed to sound. Tiana Taylor joint, you know, she's complaining about it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, for this one though, I feel like Nas sound like Nas on this one. Yeah, it was <clears throat> it was pretty solid. He definitely had some joints. He, I mean, the Lost Tapes is a series of just throwaway joints Nas had from B sides from other albums, and they. You know, mm-hmm. put them together, make a joint. So I think he said from like, I don't know, what did we say, like over eighteen year span or whatever these joints Ooh. are from, or something, something like that. Because he just dropped the Drink Champs in an interview with Nori or whatever. I was watching a little bit of it, but um, yeah, the, these are these are a lot of throwaway joints, but they, you know, they sound they sound nice. They sound like an album. Um, the joints. Yeah, man, he he definitely um. Definitely had some joints. The production was pretty solid too. I know that's a knock that we we give Nas. He usually um, picks some, some yeah, some but, beats. but you know, it gets you to thinking a little bit. Like, what's your favorite Nas joints of all time? Favorite Nas joints of all time. The beats ain't really slapping like that. So I, I don't know because for me personally, okay. like it, when I'm leaning towards a song, or whatever, mm. it, it, especially if it's like towards somebody who I know gonna bring it lyrically, yeah. Like I I I really get into it when I can dig the beat like that. No fact. Because you know, like I I used to I used to produce, so it's right. like I lean towards like if I if it's like something, especially if it's a sample, and it's like okay, I'm recognize a sample, or I can see how it's put together just based off where they got the sample from. Then it's like I, I give it the nod. So what well, I mean, what's your favorite nod? Favorite nod all the time? Um, because Nas ain't had that many, you know, off top. Of my, it's it's too many for me to just like cipher through. Okay. But, but off the top of my head, probably like Second Childhood. Second Childhood is a, a, a dope track, but it's not a, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you when you listen to it, You're the Man is not like that. Um, Quiet is Kept Ether is really not like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's really It really don't slap <laughs> like that. The quiet is Kept. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it, it really don't slap like that. So maybe this is just... Who Nas is Because you know My favorite Nas joints is It's not joints Slapping like that Like the one Big super production That Nas had uh, Hero with Polo Don did That was crazy That joint that, smashed That beat That though? beat ridiculous And you know Nas he, You know he came And he did his thing But 
is that classic Nas? So that's that's your favorite Nas joint. No, what's your favorite Nas no. joint? No, uh, man, I don't know if it's New York State of Mind. I don't know if it's Rewind. I don't know if it's uh, if it's the Essence. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a lot to name, but so so you 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 a fan of Nas lyrically and but you. You, I, you really you feel you feel like when when he is going in lyrically he don't usually had a beat that he deserved. Not not for not for a lot of things that we deem classic. Like I mean, Puff did "Hate Me Now." "Hate Me Now" was dope. You mm. know what I mean? It's a big production behind it. Ain't it, classic, you know? nah. But it's you know it's whatever. But when I'm when I'm listening, like I said, when I'm listening to "The World Is Yours," um, "I Rule the World" is a Houdini sample. Uh, you know, "Got Yourself a Gun" is you know it's. I know I can. You know what I mean? It's it's not you're not you're not just turning on and just be man, you know, it's it's not it's not the feeling that you get when you turn on uh Heart of the City. You know what I mean? Like man. when you turn on Heart of the City, you just go oh, back. You know, man. it's over with. You mm. know what I'm saying? And that's when Jay gets that's one of the times when that Jay gets in it. Nas doesn't need that. You know what I mean? Jay doesn't need it either, because it's some, you know, but Jay just to got be clear. It, but Jay got it. Jay, Jay hat just has an ears like Yo, this is timeless. This beat is timeless. These lyrics are gonna be timeless. The story is gonna be timeless. Um, Nas kind of takes a step back on the production, and the lyrics kind of stand. You right though. You, you, I mean, just think about. I, it. I was just um, watching early today on Facebook the scene from um, what's the name of the movie? Fade to Black. Fade to Black. Where uh, where Kanye was in the studio, and you know he played him Lucifer, mm-hmm. and just the beat, just just ridiculous, crazy. Ridiculous. You know how many times I listen to that beat? A bunch. Ridiculous, dude. You 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 know you dog. You, you remember what I used to call you? What beat was that? Um, um it was off the Black Album, man. I know. Um, uh, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, rock, rock, man, Joe. It used to get on my nerves even class. You like, see, you got to be on time with that, man, man, dude. I'm like, bro, chill. The, the, man. the production is is just not not. That's just not Nas. Nas is uh, Pete Rock, Boom Bap, Get in My Pocket. This is what I'm. Uh, What's the song? Queen, Queen, Queensbury politics, or whatever. When he's talking yeah. about talking about um, prodigy and everything, and how he passed, and you know how they was beefing, and you wish you know things would have got patched up or whatever. That that's his that's his pocket. You know that that's just who he is. So as much as I would love to see uh, a Nas album produced entirely by Just Blaze or whatever, maybe that's just not him. Mm. Nas album produced entirely by Knife Wonder, that's something different. You know what I mean? Hey. That's something hey, different. Hey, like real talk, like Knife Wonder, a god out Knife, here, dude. Knife Wonder, you know, I was riding in the car today, and we're going we to make another transition. We got for now. Let's do Freddie Gibbs, because I was riding in the car today. Um, and I, I love this Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib album. Yeah. And I was just listening to his beats, and Mad Lib has that. Jay Dilla, Knife Wonder, Soul Sample. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that's me. Like you, like you know, like like when I when, when, when I like I like I live for that, bro. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. So, um, I was just thinking, like, who are my favorite producers of all time? Like, who who would I put number one? Personally, me. You know, just personally me. And I don't know if it's anybody anybody's beats I love more than Knife Wonder. As a collective, I Damn. love Just. I love just I, I I love what just does. I love what Timbo does. I love what Dre does. But Knife has uh like when 
I don't I don't know, dude. Hey, Ninth's so crazy. Like I'm over here just smiling, just thinking about dude. beats that I, I I love from Ninth Wonder. Ninth is ridiculous. Like, dude, bro. like I like it's it's like one of my like life dreams to to be able to go and just sit dude. with Ninth Wonder and just watch him create. Dope. Like, dude, like I think uh Spice Adams like got a chance to just fly out and just go sit in the studio with him and, and Ninth Wonder just played him beat after beat after beat That's after nuts. beat. And I was jealous as hell. Fuck, hey, dude. Excuse me, Granny, but I was I was jealous That's as crazy. fuck, man. That's like, I'm watching. I'm just like, I gotta make some funny videos, man. So yeah. I can so I can get out here with night. Cause like, dude, like, it's like just the production is crazy, but just to watch it, like, if, if he got the doc, he got two documentaries out here. Mm-hmm. I, I just one of them I think is called the Hip Hop Fellow. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I, I watched it like probably like ten times back to back. I think you sent it to me. It was um the Wonder Year. Yeah, that one. Where he 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 chopped up like probably like I think you got a chance to see him like creating like probably two or three times in mm-hmm. and it's just like watching it is just like watching a master at work, dude. It, it's, it's 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 crazy. It's it, I feel like watching like I'm watching Michael Jordan play for like the first time as a as as a kid just living in Chicago like damn this dude down the street doing this yo. But it's like ninth wonder. It's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. He he's he's. Amazing at what he does. Just watch him taking like samples, like you know, like these these songs that my mama and my grandma listened to, and Freak. and you just turn it to some some like he like he took the um the OJ's like that uh we cry together joint mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it but he he flipped it and turned it to some nuts yeah like just watching the flip like. I gotta go watch. I gotta go home and watch it right now. So is he 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 he's like, just. I know it's on my phone. I could be. I think Knife Wonder might Shields be. Shields is here. You be hosting the rest of the show by yourself. <laughs> I think Knife might be the most underrated at at what he does because he, you know, when people say top producers of all time, you know, they you, you think of the whatever, the guys who got the most hits. You think of yeah. Swiss and Justin, Dre, and you know all of them. All, all, they 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 phenomenal what they do too. Yeah. Um, but Knife that soul sample that that Jay Della that like I said that Mad Lib that that feel it me as somebody whose life dream used to be to become a rapper whenever I would hear Knife Beats it would, the, I, I would lock myself in, in the room for hours at a time just hours at a time just go on YouTube you know you put out the beat packages and you uh. just writing and writing and writing and writing it's, it's just something ill about that um, so I say all that to say that Mad Lib has that feel. And to hear Freddie Gibbs over these beats was uh, ridiculously refreshing for me. He definitely had some joints. The joint with Killer Mike and Black Thought on there was ridiculous. Um, the one joint, Flat Tummy T, he was spazzing on. It, it was it was a couple more joints, man, but it was... Uh, I like the joint. Uh, he had Yasin Bay uh, on it. Oh, most, most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, he had Anderson Pack on one, too. And Anderson Pack, yep. Yeah, the joint, the joint where he found where he found most on there um was uh was ridiculous. Um yeah, man, and uh I just it that, that it was just a solid piece of work. I, I was I was digging it because I, I ain't never really just like went and just sat down and listened to a Freddie Gibbs album. Or I heard a few but, Lucy's. You know, you you told me like, yo, check it out, it's, it's dope. And I went to I'm I'm at work and wasn't really doing much of nothing at work, so mm-hmm. I, Got time to listen to an album, so threw it on and immediately, you know, it just grabbed me. I'm like, man, I feel like I'm like back in the basement, you know, trying just trying to trying to make it with, mm. with the rap game, you know what I'm saying? And it's just it's it's a good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, man. it's just 
it just it, it is gritty and it just it feel like old school like as far as like how simple it is. Yeah. And you know you just you you get a, a dope beat you know and just just go in and that's what it felt like and I, like I'm glad I listened to it. Big facts, big facts. So let's talk about uh Crit man. Crit Crit dropped another dope project man. Crit is here man. What you uh what you think about that joint man? Uh, I, I love Crit album man. I think it was dope, man. Pretty solid. Like, like, Crit, because, like I say, I used to produce, so I still, I got like a producer's mind sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, series on YouTube. Okay. Where it's uh, it's called, um, what the fuck is it called? Um, I can't think of it. I can't think of the name of it. Okay. But they, 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 uh, you know, they, it's uh, Mass Appeal, they do it, and, you know, you, uh... It's rhythm roulette. That's what it's okay. called. Okay, rhythm roulette. So they, they take the producer, blindfold them, take them to the store, and you know they're in the record store. They pick out three record, three random records, whatever. Take them back to their studio, and they chop them up, see what they can come up with. Mm-hmm. Ninth Wonder came up with like three of them. I think he had Rhapsody came and rapped on another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his is cold as hell to me. Mm-hmm. But Crit, Crit went in, took. Uh, one record sampled it crazy beat he made and and did a whole track on it. Yeah, and it, it was it was some of the dopest shit I ever saw. Yeah, and I've always I've been a fan of Crit for the longest, and one of the reasons why I I really like Crit is for his production. Yeah, even though he's just as good at rapping. <clears throat> right. When he makes beats, a lot of times he makes a beat that I would have made. Oh, that's dope. And it's just like, damn, man, like it, it be making me want to blow the dust off my off my Just my, get back in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just blow the dust off the pads and go chop something up. But it's like listening to this one, it was just like, man, like the production on it is crazy. Mm-hmm. Just like him, he went in on it. I, I really like the record with him and Cole. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, it's one record he flipped a, a Jill Scott sample. Yeah, energy. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard, I'm like. Damn, it was it was dope. It, it was a, it I was, almost had to pull over, man. It was a dope project altogether. Crit, um, well, let me talk about the. I like I like the Jill Scott joint. Um, There's a couple more joints on there. I like I like the one joint with um, Wayne and the chick Sweetie. I think it's kind of like a single. Um, that's, uh, addiction, yeah. addiction. That joint, I kind of like that chick, sweetie, man. She she got a couple joints rocking right now, man. Okay. She, you know, icy I'm girls you, out I'm a, here. I'm going to let you slide because Shields ain't here, man. man. Wait, no, she kind of I, I wish this pack of water could talk, man. Why, man? I just, man, <laughs> listen, man, dog. The, the, the this water can man, talk, listen, man. Shields, the, where you at, man? Come la- back. The ladies man. running it, man. I don't know, man. It's a hot girl summer out here it's, for you, it's huh? It's a hot girl summer, the city girl summer, sweetie icy girl summer. Hey, man. What that listen. got to do with you? No, I'm saying, I just, I just, I, I thought she, listen. Oh, boy, you see mine be reaching for jokes, <laughs> no, man. You, you saying it's hot, it's hot girl summer, right? I'm just saying, like, they, the, the women rappers is, is pushing it right now. Oh, yeah, They're doing yeah, I'm with that. That's all I'm saying, man. But uh, yeah, I just I, I I don't know the couple joints I heard from uh, the, the the sweetie chick. I just I don't know her her vibe is kind of ill. Okay, I kind kind of like her. Um, you threw Wayne on there, and um, that the, the album was dope. The thing I wanted to say about Crit was Crit is one of the few artists. It's not many artists that can do this. That when you listen to their music, they take you to where they from. So yeah. when you listen to Crit's music, you feel like you in Mississippi. Um, it's like when you listen to the Chronic, you feel like you in LA. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, when you listen to Illmatic, that's the embodiment of New York. You know what I mean? Crit is that type of artist. It's like you know you when you when you throw it on, you ride, and you like man, this it kind of takes me to Mississippi. What, what it would feel like? You know what I mean? So 
to have that ability, I think, is extremely dope. Um, I'm digging the indie grind he's on. He, he's off the majors. He's doing his thing. And he he's he just a dope-ass artist, man. So man. big ups. Um, it could have been dope for a long, long time. Long time, like, He man. got like a long just list of like mixtapes and Albums, albums just, just slept on, man. He's been dope for a long time. So shout out to Crip, man. Shout out to Crip. Shout out to Gangsta Gibbs, man. Shout out to Nas. All three joints uh, was dope that came out. Um, and yeah, man. It, it, it was just solid, man. I wanted to um, <sighs> I want to talk about some serious business, man. I wanted to talk about the poster child for Goofball Jamal's. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Your boy Bow Wow, man. Not my boy. <laughs> Your boy Bow Wow, man. I, for the life of me, I do not know why Bow Wow still keeps putting himself in the news. He ain't rocking with LB Dub. Bow Wow <laughs> need to chill, man. Bow Wow like two years old than us, bro. Yeah, he is. And he, he like, bro, like, relax, bro. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, he on stage and the Sierra song, come on, oh, I had that bitch first. And it's like, dude, come Dude, and you know, you know something else that, that's real, for real. <laughs> Muzz ain't thinking about. Future and Bow Wow and all these other months. Sierra got that fire. No, not that, man. And you need to watch out too, man. I'm chilling, but I... Mars think Russell Wilson's sweet. Okay. Russell Wilson will, will put one of these months on their head. Like, especially Bow Wow. Man, Joe, especially Bow Wow. I feel like you, Russell Wilson, if you push it to him, he'll put Bow Wow in the garbage can, Joe, close it, and, Joe, and just keep going, man. Russell Wilson will fold some mugs up out here. <laughs> Stop playing with this man about his man. woman, G. Hey, by both them, like, frail as hell. Man, Joe, you know what I'm saying? All, Bow Wow, like, this tall. Like, all that cool, up. all that cool rapping stuff and all that, man. That man catch one of them mugs and fold it. Yeah, <laughs> so man. You better stop playing with that man about his woman, man. For Don't real. stop playing with that man about his woman. I, I just thought, I just thought the whole thing Bow Wow did was corny. It's very corny. I just, I just thought of like, why? What are you doing? Super bro? corny. Like, like what, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's corny in the essence when age, uh, Ray J released a whole song about having sex with Kim Kardashian first. It's corny. Yeah, bro. Like, what are you doing? And you probably wasn't even the first, man. Yo, like, come on, bro. Like, it's like, come on, man. It's whatever. It's, it's just corny, bro. And. For Bow Wow to see that and then to see the picture where him standing on his tiptoes and his ones <laughs> creasing like, his like, why, That's why he did it, man. <laughs> he like, Mouse out here creasing my ones for this girl, man. man. Fresh new whites, man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know he went to the store listening to Nelly talking about give me two pair. <laughs> and was in there, bought the, bought the ones, went to the red carpet, and she got she coming out with these with these wedges on. <laughs> Bow Wow, mad as hell, man. Come on, bro. Like, man. chill. So I guess it, it's it's a it's a little video floating around where they had an intervention intervention for about you seen it yeah, with, uh, with T.I. and Nelly he, he <laughs> with even more disdain <laughs> T.I. was full of disdain for Bow Wow yeah, man. Man. but uh, see the disdain on his face man, man. He, he was they Nelly gave him a hug and told him this was an intervention and all it yo Bow Wow oh, chill man. bro and this this is why Bow Wow is not why he where he's supposed to be because you know when we were shorties, Bow Wow had classic records. I remember um, back in uh, what was it like fourth or fifth grade or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and like three, four of my other homies, we used to get in a talent show doing a Bow Wow record. Mm-hmm. Bow man, look, I, I had uh, Beware the Dog. I had Bow Wow first CD. Yeah, man, Joe Bow Wow was popping. 
Bow Wow was. And he supposed to be out here. It's, it's just silly shenanigan after silly shenanigan. The beefing with Soldier Boy and all. Just, just like, come hey, on, bro. That was hilarious, dude. What are we doing, <laughs> Talk bro? about when I drop this record Doom. today. Doom. <laughs> and I'm going to spank that ass. <laughs> like, Doom. Just the sound effects in the back. Just it's like, what are you over. Doing? It's like, like, come on, man. With, you, with the thugs wait, behind wait, him. With his guys standing behind him. I'm like, what, what are you doing? He got the they both two behind. feet taller than him. Uh, right. I'm like, bro. Relax, bro. You're supposed to be chilling and making money and coming up with creative ways to do stuff. If you're going to go yeah. act, go do that. But Cause, And that's that's the thing. Because like you say, like is is the corny move he pulled is kind of reminiscent of the Ray J thing. But you look at Ray J, he, he had a corny moment and he had a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But Ray J still getting money out. Ray, Ray J out here popping. Um, Raycon is electronics. Ray J, Ray J making moves. He chilling out doing his thing. Ray J getting money. He doing this because Ray, Ray J probably had the corniest moment when he called into the Breakfast Club threatening Fab with yeah. the the booty goons. <laughs> we we don't need to go back into this. This is a family show, so we don't need to go there. But Ray J had a big corny moment with that. The booty goons. And and, and, and they just and they just flip their thing, and now he's like a respected businessman. Yeah. Now and, I need to take a play at like, him. He like low key a West Coast legend as far as Word. like partying go. Yeah, like, he, he doing his thing. Like Ray J getting money. He out ain't of just Brandy's brother. Nah. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, Brandy Ray cousin. J brother now. Word. Man. Yeah, man. So. Um, but Bow Wow got to check himself. Though. He just need to take a page out, like Joe. You being corny. And he got to he like, like I feel like Russell Wilson. Like if he if he catch Bow, he like don't do none of that cool kind Christian stuff. Like just give him a wedgie. F- like fold him. Dude. Just give him, just give him a wedgie. Just quick wedgie. Give him a wedgie and quick a wedgie. All that man. Quick wedgie. Cause it's like, come on, man. She got kids. Like you got a kid. You like, know come what on, bro. Like, what you what you doing? I just, I just, I just think that's corny, bro. Like, it's when hell, you, man. When you do that, I just like when Ma speak on other people's wives like that. Yeah. I thought it was um, corny when Lil Wayne did it to Chris Bosh. I just, I just, it's, it's just corny. Like, mad corny. Keep Ma's wives' names out your mouth. So Russell Wilson to fold a lot of these Ma's up. He he stiff arming four hundred pound linebackers for a reason. He definitely uh fold. Future former dirty sprite hey, drinking ass up. I feel like he'll beat Bow Wow and Future up at the same time. <laughs> at the same damn time. Listen, <laughs> listening to Future. Man, Joe. Hey, hey, hey man. Lisa, because like, you man. just seen uh like what was it? Uh Future Bodyguard got beat up hey. and, and Future was nowhere to be found. Hey. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, now nah, Future being smart. Nah. Yeah, he, he is being, being smart. smart. But, but don't, don't run into Russell Wilson. He being smart with that. Yeah. <laughs> But what if Russell Wilson would have been there? It was like, man, that right there, man, <laughs> yeah. by himself, You man. know he's going to dive and push a few hey, more out the way. He's quick enough to do it, man. man. Joe, you better watch him, man. So, yeah, man. Uh, Bad Wild needed in a oh, – he got his intervention, so we're going to see what he do. He still got to hold um, his L, though. Yeah, you got to hold his L. Bad Wild, you know, you're welcome to the show to come talk to us, man. Maybe we can help you out, bro, and uh, get you together. But uh, you've been tripping out here lately, blood, so. Big facts. We just, we just want to make sure you're all right, man. So, I think we good, though. Think we got so. anything else you want to touch on? We good? You see Lion King yet? I ain't seen it yet. I gotta go check it out. We we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, all right, man. You go go hurry up and check it out though. Kit, you seen you. it? Man, what is going on with y'all? Man, we gotta man. go see it. What's up with y'all? I mean, man? we seen it, but we just ain't seen it. You seen, seen the new Lion King? No, I ain't seen the new one. No, I seen the original. Lion King. I can tell you the storyline, the premise. I, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. Duh. Remember who you are. You should have saved that for next episode. Oh, no. Okay. All right, you cool. ain't seen it. You don't even know if they said that, man. They did. I'm sure they did. You don't even know, I'm pretty man. sure if they left that they, out. It they ma- kind of switched it up a little bit, man. Remember what you were. Are we wrapping this, this up, This is your granddaddy. Right, 
Like, this has been this week's episode of the podcast. <laughs> this week's episode of the Baselines and Beats podcast, man. We want to uh, thank all the support. Everybody tuning in, man. Thank y'all so much for the support. We seen y'all comment a lot on last week's episode. We appreciate it, man. Stay interactive with us like that, man. Uh, we really, really appreciate it, man. Follow us on all uh, social media platforms. Facebook, IG, SoundCloud. Z, holla at the people. Cool. You this is said, your uh, granddaddy. You just said all the stuff I usually say, so oh, it's cool, man. My bad. Uh, but yeah, so why I got it, man. Shout out to everybody out there following the pod and everything, Big the facts. baseline squad and everything. Shout out to Granny, because Granny is a real fan. Shout out to my mama. Word. Shout out to your mama. Yep, Shout yep, out yep. to both wipers. We already did that, but still. Big facts. Shout out to the whole fam. Shout out to my uh, my sister and my uh, my cousin, who's also my sister out here making these big moves. Got hey. the restaurant getting ready to get off the ground. Soul Sisters the Cafe. Soul Sisters Cafe. Go go check it out when it's up and running. I'm gonna let y'all know so y'all can go go holler at them. Shout out to the homie Shields who's not here. Yeah, he he he'll be back. He'll be but back. We got that water though. Got that water, water, water. We got that water. Shout, shout out to all black uh, businesses out here doing it, man. We see y'all out here doing stuff with your dreams. Keep creating, man. And uh, in the black businesses, shout out to Kit and everybody over at the content. Shout house, out to the content man. house, man. One day we gonna get Kid on camera so y'all can see who we talk about. Kid like Vlad, man. You never really see him in front of the camera. One day we gonna have him over here. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta get a look at these outfits too, man. man. Hey, Kid, the real James Harden, Russell Westbrook, man. For real, he the real one. Peace, man. Uh, Another episode of Baseline Squad, Baseline's Beats. We will be back. Peace out. We out.